0: Slice audio.
1: Welcome to Doc Talk, a weekly podcast featuring Monument Health physicians addressing medical topics. Tune in to your health with Monument Health. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Doc Talk with Monument Health. My name is Mark Houston, and joining me back again, Dr. Holland Harper, primary care sports medicine physician at Monument Health's Orthopedic and Specialty Hospital there's always such deep breaths after announcing you guys in a lot of these and uh, nurse practitioner uh, Kayla Knutson, welcome back you guys thank you for coming back and and, and talking about something i'm i 've been preparing myself for i'm for ready sure,
2: for sure I
1: think um, <laughs> we're going to talk today about a procedure first off why why do our tendons hurt all the time? Why? Why can't we? Why can't we just grow old and none of this? Well, Mr. Happens? Houston, you just
2: get old. You know, and it's just, they wear out.
1: Well, there's. So I was reading somewhere that what we have four thousand-ish tendons in our body. A lot. A lot. Of can, tendons. Can this procedure fix? all of them if there's a problem. You know, there's a there's a, a good majority
2: that wear out more often than okay. not. So, we focus on you know very specific tendons, but you know, our tendons wear out for various reasons. You know, there can be injury they get torn, and then they heal abnormally. Right. Um, you can have just slow, repetitive micro trauma to your tendon. And then, you know, when you hit that 40-year-old mark, you're like, ah, oh, my shoulder's just killing me. And you get this diagnosis of tendinitis. Yeah. And then people are, well, how did I get this? <laughs> you lived. Right. You just got older. <laughs> yeah. Those, I mean, those tendons, they just change their structure, and then they get painful.
1: Well, we're going to talk about a procedure here coming up that, that can help with a lot of this. Right. Um, and, I, and I'm sure, like you were saying, tendonitis, people have heard the phrase, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but tennis elbow, um, golfer's elbow, mm-hmm. which I've heard, jumper's knee. Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> got to get a little more creative with some of these. Um, one I was kind of surprised to see on the list, though, was plantar fasciitis. Yeah. I didn't realize that was a tendon thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. – so that's on – it's on the bottom of your foot, right?
2: Right. Calcaneus there in the bottom of the heel. I mean, you you can have. I mean, people are aware of the plants are fasciitis.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, fasciitis, yeah,
2: fasciopathy, <laughs> fasci whatever you want to say. Okay, there. but yeah, it's that irritation of that fascia or tendon or ligament. It's it's essentially any one of those structures can be painful, and we can do this procedure on those areas.
1: That's amazing. Okay, so let's say somebody comes in. Let's 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 go with uh, let's go with jumper's knee. Just because that's the one that cracks me up the most. Yeah,
2: for so sure. So
1: you have the tendons, and I'm. Let me see, let me see if I can uh, get this right. Please, I'll tell you you're, if you're right or wrong. Please, your, your tendons are attached to your muscles.
2: They're, yes.
1: Which are attached to your bone. Oh my gosh, yes. Did I, did I nail it? <laughs> this is good, <laughs> All right, okay, so. You got it. <laughs> oh God, I got it, well, I looked it up like 15 minutes ago. So, Perfect. Um, so let's say somebody comes in with a jumper's knee and what what specifically would be the problem there?
2: So, you know, the patella tendon, quad tendon, essentially that extension mechanism in your knee can be painful. And if you have an acute injury where you were playing basketball and, and you hurt your knee, typically you don't come in and we're like, well, you need 10x. Typically, you do the conservative stuff first where that tendon, we verify that it's the issue, and then we rehab it. We okay. try to see if your body is going to heal it first. Um, and once you get an inflammation or irritation of that tendon, that's got to kind of happen because naturally your body wants to try to fix itself. Mm -hmm. So if somebody comes in and they just are like, Hey, I just started having knee pain and we feel like it's their patella tendon or their jumper's knee, then we're not going to jump to 10 X we're going to say, well, let's rehab this. Let's rest it. Let's give you some anti-inflammatories. Let's try these conservative things. And honestly, 80% of the time, those people will get better. Really?
1: Almost that much? Yeah. Okay.
2: Obviously, depending on what the injury is. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time, the conservative physical therapy, um, retraining, restrengthening
1: that tendon gets people better. So is it mainly, are, do you mainly see these injuries in you know, in the, in the areas that we use the most, like in the elbow and the shoulder and the knee. Yeah, um, for like sure. where else? Well, I suppose bottom of your foot too. Um, oh yeah.
2: I mean, I, uh, you, you could potentially name a tendon and I've done 10 X on it, but really shoulder, elbow, uh, knee, hip, um, foot. Uh, and then there's also the 10 X bone where we can take off bone spurs so there's essentially any bone spur that you could have.
1: So it's not just a procedure on the tendon then, no, per there's, se.
2: there's different needle application tips that we can use. And, um, it, but again, this is not you know, a one-size-fits-all. Right. There's got to be some you know, education on, well, you be not qualify or you haven't gone through this conservative step mm-hmm. here. Because if somebody comes in and they have tendonitis, that's an acute issue, meaning it just happened and they've got inflammation in their tendon. That doesn't necessarily mean they have scar tissue in the tendon so if there's scar tissue in that tendon and it's been a long time like three to six months they're hurting and nothing's getting better and they've tried all this conservative stuff then 10x remains an option whereas if you didn't have that tendon procedure and we'll explain it more mm-hmm. but you might have to go to surgery
1: okay so then I guess let's get into it. Um, I was wondering how long I could put this off before you described exactly how this whole thing is <laughs> going to work. Um, so you you people have come in. They've um, uh, you've determined that well the therapy that we've done doesn't work. So then um, uh, can, I'm ass, I'm assuming you see them first, don't you? I mean, did they come in and I mean when the procedure's about ready to go? Are you sometimes okay?
0: Sometimes um, you know some of our other providers might sure. refer to Dr. Harper for this um, tendon procedure. Um, I I see them a lot afterwards and make sure we're doing appropriate rehab and exercises. Um, I like to tell people Tenex makes this, like, perfect environment for your tendon to heal up properly. Uh, Maybe it didn't heal well, you know, with previous injuries or scarred up too much, but this, like, makes this perfect environment. So
1: Okay. Are you in there when the procedure's happening?
0: I have oh, been there. God. Okay.
2: Did you just hear that she said I was perfect? Is yeah, that, I did. I, that, no, that? I heard it. And it's did it,
1: the thing is, is this has been recording on two different machines. Yeah. So.
2: I think that's what I heard too. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know if you caught that. Yeah, <laughs> totally did.
1: Okay. So everything's been exhausted and you're saying, here we go. Uh, we're going to recommend the procedure. So. Yeah. What do I do when I come in there on my jumper's knee? What's, the, what's, the, what's going to yeah.
2: happen? Initially, if I'm getting referred for uh, an evaluation for 10X, I want to verify that the tendon is actually causing the pain. So what we'll initially do before we even do the 10X procedure is I'll do an ultrasound evaluation of the tendon structure and numb it up. So I'll put anesthetic into that tendon on, under ultrasound and see if their pain goes away. And it's not a direct correlation, but sometimes people are like, yeah, all my pain's gone. And then that's helpful to know, okay, maybe a majority of your pain is coming from this tendon or this okay. structure. And then we make a decision jointly together to move forward with the tendon procedure, the 10X.
1: Now, how, how damaged can a tendon be if it's torn? This procedure doesn't work for that, right? No,
2: if you if it's cut, I can't put it back together. Right. Okay. Um, you need one of my colleagues to okay. go in there and fix it up. Okay.
1: So it's there so are it's...
2: there are partial tears though. There are uh, scar tissue and and sometimes people are not surgical candidates. Mm-hmm. They just you know have too many things going on, or um, and then sometimes this is an option for even when you have some tears in those tendons.
1: Oh wow. Okay. So, All right. So you've determined that the tendon is the issue. Right and now you know you've got to pull out the 10x tools. Yep. So what's going to happen?
2: And then I got to explain to patients what (laughs) this device is and what I'm going to do for them. Um, So this device is essentially a needle device and it is done under ultrasound guidance and the needle itself is a handheld needle and is essentially attached to a power source and it's a needle within a needle. What that means is that there's two needles there The inside needle actually oscillates very, very quickly and creates a sound frequency that's tuned to scar tissue. And as that frequency is being emitted, it actually disrupts and potentially liquefies the scar tissue. And then there's an irrigation system that is inside of this needle device that flushes that area. And then the needle is hollow and simultaneously sucks out the debris that I'm loosening up Mm -hmm. with the device. So it's essentially removing scar tissue.
1: I got to go back to, (laughs) (laughs) I love everything about science. I love (laughs) everything that it's given us. But you said that this can be tuned to scar tissue. Mm Mm-hmm. How can it know? I mean, what's do you? I mean, do you understand so that part of it? They, or?
2: So, there's a, a ton of studies that they have done where they're going to put this needle device next to a healthy tendon and it will not cut it, it will not disrupt a healthy tendon because there's different frequencies that all of these tissues are emitting, oh, okay. and you can actually tune that so that it actually will just cut through scar tissue. Okay. And there's a specific way that you actually have to do the procedure so you're in plane with those tendon fibers. Because if you just go in there with a needle and you're just scrambling around, (laughs) you could cut a tendon. Um, But I've never had a tendon cut doing this procedure, and I've done hundreds of them. so.
1: Are you uh are are you just under a local anesthetic for something like yep. that, or does okay, every so. one
2: of my patients are awake, listening okay. to dad
1: jokes as we do this? And. <laughs> They're like, just please hurry, doctor. <laughs> oh God, please hurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So once so once it's sucked out and and you you deem that this eh, this all worked. Mm-hmm. What what kind of is what how successful is it? I mean, generally.
2: Yeah. So the data just shows that it's about eighty five percent successful.
1: Well, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah. if if you're having any kind of pain, yeah, obviously.
2: And there's a lot of times where people come in and there's they're having a certain type of pain. But that's why we do the test injections because if they get 30-40% better from that test injection, then I can set an expectation here of, well, maybe doing that 10x procedure will get you 30-40% better. And then I can say it was 100% successful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> right. That's perfect. perfect. Uh, so uh, I think we, you, you hinted a, around a little bit about um, what can be treated with 10X. For sure, yeah. Um, and you did mention you mentioned bone too, correct? Yeah.
2: There's a needle application tip where we can actually um, shave down bone spurs. Um, if you have a really bad bone spur, for example, in your uh, heel, um, we can actually go in there with a needle device and essentially just shave it down. What is a bone spur?
1: I so, mean, in essence.
2: Yeah, there's various you know, types of bone spurs. You have arthritis. There's so much tension on those joints that the bone actually remodels itself to dissipate the surface tension. So it's essentially just adding in some more support there to offload the pain of that area. And if you have a tendon that is being stretched and pulled so much on a bone, your body can actually essentially make that insertion stronger by putting bone in there. And you'll develop this bone spur that connects to a tendon.
1: And those can be painful, obviously. And they can be very painful, especially
2: if it's on the bottom of your foot and you're walking around. So a lot of the time we just take them off and then...
1: Can you get those? Can you get that anywhere? That the tens and You, is you can, then?
2: and that's another consideration: is that you don't want to just you know take off every bone spur you have, right? Because you know, three four months later, it might just come right back.
1: It can be that fast. It too. can. Jeez. I, mean, I mean, it can
2: be very quick, uh, especially if there's a ton of tension uh, and pain in those locations. So we're a little bit more selective on well, what are we shaving off here with right. this bone, and um, you know, is it going to get you better?
1: Okay. Yeah. What um, what's kind of the recovery time for something like this? Let's say you do a, a you know, a jumper's knee then um, mm-hmm. when when can I go back out onto the basketball court and be humiliated by people <laughs> much younger than me?
2: And get the other jumpers. Yeah.
1: So for the vast
2: majority of people, there's no um, activity of daily living downtime. So someone comes in and they've got a jumper's knee. I'm not putting them on crutches. We're doing that procedure and then they're walking out that same day. Um, But then it's just based on recovery before that strength is regained in the tendon. And just based on normal body, you know, physiology for a normal healthy tendon to lay down new fiber, you're looking at 50 to 100 days. Now, are you gonna fully recover? You know, that's, a, that's always tough. Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna have a pain improvement immediately? Probably. Because if you're removing scar tissue and that's gone then, you might have within a week better range of motion um, we're going to restrict you a little bit for that first week right. because the incision site has to heal. Um, you've got some Steri-Strips over this site. Kayla sees you a week afterward and make sure that everything's looking good. And then we're going to start you into some therapy and just well, gradually progress that.
1: Okay. So, Kayla, then you help with the, the kind of the therapy side of it too then, or mm-hmm. at least kind of point people in the right direction. So, yeah. well, so what, what's, what's it look like for you then after it's done and they come back and they're ready to start healing?
0: Yeah, so the, the first visit is, like he said, looking at the site, making sure everything's healing okay, um, giving them advice on how to care for that site. Um, and then we have a discussion of uh, physical therapy um, versus different other home exercise programs, things like that. Um, sometimes, well, he said there's not, you know, major restrictions, if it's an upper extremity like an elbow or shoulder, we might have them limit lifting Um, And then we might slowly advance that over the weeks to come. So one week out, um, pretty easy visit. Six weeks, we kind of see how you're doing. Some people after the first week aren't always exactly sure how how they're feeling. Um, They might have some inflammation or pain right afterwards. But often they're like, wow, this is different. This feels good. (laughs) Um, I can actually put my arm above my head now. So that's super cool. And then, again, we really stress the the physical therapy, like I said, it makes this perfect environment to heal the tendon. Um, so we have to stretch the tendon and remind it kind of how to lay down those normal right. fibers. Um, so then at six weeks, we check in, see how things are going. And then often by the three month mark, um, people are doing really, really well.
1: Oh, well, that um, is pretty amazing then. I mean, it does yeah. seem really, I mean, it seems quick, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody, if, do you ever have to go back and kind of work on the same one if it doesn't quite super rare is it yeah okay
2: i mean the the two and a half three years that i've been here um there's a couple that um we've had to go in but it's not necessarily in the same spot um we we really you might we might have to do a different tendon in a different location um and then when people come back it's always interesting well i'm not any better Oh, well, well, where's your pain? Well, it's in this location now.
1: Okay. well, that's a different location. (laughs) That's a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And that might be, well, we might need to work on that. And and that's the the other side of this is that this isn't taking away, you know, from my colleagues Mm -hmm. that do surgery where surgery is indicated, um, you know, and I work very closely with them. Right. Because, you know, there's still about a 15 percent failure rate where this doesn't get people better. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they might have to go on to that surgical intervention.
1: Right. Yeah. Do muscles and tendons, do they heal quickly in general? How old are, are, are you <laughs> when this happens? Not, not telling. <laughs> right. um, but I mean, just as far as that part of our body, do they do yeah. they heal quickly or are they?
2: I think that's a loaded question sure. because it would have to be based on, well, how big is the tear? Where is oh, okay. the tear? Where's the muscle group you're using? Can mm-hmm. it rest? Is it? So, it, you know, to, uh, I don't know how to answer your question specifically, sure. but things are supposed to heal in your body. Right. They are. They, but sometimes so. they heal <laughs> weird. They it, heal yeah. abnormal. You don't have the same tendon fibers, you know, that you had 10 years ago. Um, so the healing and the expectation that I'm going to be, you know, 20 again with this procedure is not what—not the case.
0: <laughs> or not there yet. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, well, what? okay, like preventative. What can people do for tendons and muscles and things like this? What can they do to not have to see you.
2: Yeah, so there's specific exercises um, for tendons that stretch the tendons. And I think people get caught up into this, well, I need to make my muscles
1: as strong as they can can be. Um, Some people worry about that. There's others in the (laughs) room that just don't. Right. (laughs) And when
2: you're younger, it's good to have, you know, big muscles. But as we kind of mature, it's a little bit better to focus on the strength and the plasticity of the tendons. Um, so doing more stretching and making sure that you're doing maybe a lower lift weight and doing a little bit more repetition is kind of a better focus um, so that those tendons are strong uh, instead of having these huge muscles. Yeah. So.
1: Okay. Well, that makes so, so yoga is what I'm hearing. Tai Chi. Yoga tai Chi. For okay. sure. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I am I am not as grossed out as I thought it would be after this, Dr. Harper, well. so you thank well. you very much. I don't think I got pale or anything, so, except when you mentioned the double needle part. That made <laughs> me a little shaky. lightheaded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Dr. Holland Harper, uh, primary care sports medicine physician at Monument Health's Orthopedic and Specialty Hospital, and uh, uh, Kayla Knutson, uh, the nurse practitioner that works with Dr. Harper, thank you again both for coming in. For sure. And if you ever want to talk about, uh, I don't know, what's maybe we'll just do a whole one on tennis, elbow. Instead. I don't know. Whatever you guys want to talk about, I'm, I'm here. Right Happy here. to come okay. back. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming in. I appreciate it. Talk Talk with Monument Health is recorded live at Home Slice Studios, hosted by Mark Houston, edited by Russ Hatton, engineered by Chris Jaquis, and produced by Kelsey Kinney and Rob Henry.